Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For months, countries in Southeast Asia have been grappling with the surge of COVID-19 cases brought by the highly transmissible Delta variant. And now the Philippines is experiencing its own spike in COVID cases. Over 8,000 new cases were announced over the weekend, the highest single-day increase in more than six weeks. Government's response is the same as before, to place areas under even more intense lockdown. But with a highly transmissible variant like Delta, public health advocates wonder, is our contact tracing and testing efforts enough? I'm Kat Ventura, and in this episode of Teka Teka, we talk about the COVID-19 data in the Philippines. We talk to Peter Caeton, Associate Professor of the UP School of Statistics and a member of the UP COVID response team. Even to this day, we still don't have any information. How is our contact tracing? The last time that we had a report was March, and it was the worst statistic for contact tracing. They're only able to contact trace up to a household size, about three to five individuals per case. Now, in terms of daily unique individuals tested, in the past, we were doing uh, twenty to 40,000 individuals tested per day. More recently, since around March, we have reached 40 to 60. There has been some increase, but this is still not enough because if we are reaching 10 to 12% testing positivity rate, the current existing 30 to 60 individuals tested per day have to be more than double. So we should really be reaching testing of at least 100,000 a day. So ano itong positivity rate? Ang positivity rate, ito yung porsyento ng mga taong nag-positive sa COVID doon sa kabuoang bilang ng mga na-test. Mula dito sa positivity rate, nag-gauge natin kung ano yung community transmission ng isang lugar. According to the World Health Organization, considered moderate community transmission ang nasa 2 to 5% na transmission. Pero kapag 5 to 20%, ito ay considered high community transmission. 8 out of the 17 regions have at least 20% positivity rate. The highest is recorded in northern Mindanao at 29.7638% weekly positivity rate. So almost close to 30%. And one thing about northern Mindanao is this is where the initial six cases of Delta variant was located, which are part of a larger cluster of cases. So we already know northern Mindanao as a location of a Delta variant cluster of COVID-19 cases. But Peter says this is still an underestimate of the actual number of COVID cases, and that we should take this high positivity rate as an assessment of our current response. A high positivity rate 
is a symptom of one, a high transmission of cases. Two, the lack of testing more individuals than necessary because if you can test more, then you would be able to catch up with the spread and know where spread of COVID tends to stop. At least para malaman mo kung saan titigil. So you're catching up with the spread of the virus. And if it's too high, then you're still not sufficiently testing enough people. Metro Manila will again be placed under enhanced community quarantine. And the DOH hopes that this will give authorities enough time to prepare for the surge. But all over the Philippines, more vulnerable provinces are still lacking the facilities. All provinces already have COVID, but not all provinces can test for detecting COVID. They have to borrow facilities from other provinces. And in most cases, they have to send it to Manila, which adds to the delay of detection. We also need to strengthen our detection of variants. It's only the Philippine Genome Center that's doing the variant sequencing. And more recently, we have heard PGC calling for donations coming from individuals, institutions, for them to develop their genome sequencing in Visayas and Mindanao, which ang hinihini nila, conservative pa nga daw in some estimates, yung 100 million pesos. One thing that we have noticed is there have been some research about the Delta variant. Ang nakita nila is that its infectivity period might be a little bit longer. Yun nga eh, nagre-retest ang DOH recently and they have tagged previously recovered Delta cases as active again. So that is happening. The question on how they're declaring recoveries and also now the question on how long personal quarantine, individual quarantine and isolation has to be, is going to be now open for some question or study. Experts predict that the number of active daily cases could rise to 18,000 and up to 30,000 per day by September. Unless we improve our testing and contact tracing efforts, we won't have the full picture of the actual number of cases on the ground. Again, I'm Kat Ventura, the executive producer of Teka Teka. This episode was produced by me with help from Mark Casillian. Follow Teka Teka on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.